Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? I feel that celebrities love to troll us sometimes. You know, they like to tease us a little bit. And Britney Spears, I feel, is the queen of that. Five hours ago, she posted um, on Instagram that she had to lose weight for a vacation and then that she gained it all back because she was pregnant. People were like, oh, my God, she's pregnant. What? What's going on? A lot of people didn't believe her, but her boo actually posted literally recently saying marriage and kids are a natural part of a strong relationship filled with love and respect. Fatherhood is something I have always looked forward to and I don't take it lightly. It is the most important job I will ever do. Confirming, indeed, Britney Spears is pregnant at 39 years old. Good hmm. for Britney. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's been, you know, she's had a rough life, so I'm happy for her. She's had a rough, well, recent going for sure. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, listen, that is fantastic news. Cap, I'm sure you'll be liking that on Instagram, I presume, because well, I know I, you're always on Britney's Instagram. Which I mean, mean, uh-oh. It's true. She's probably like, no, because I wanted to see more, like, nudity and stuff like that. Well, right. okay, hold on. There, now you do like her nudity pictures, right, though. Let's right. be real. There's, there's, there's sort of two sides to this. There's the one side, which is, that's very nice, good for her, but... What about the pictures that she posts on Instagram? She's not going to post those when she's pregnant, is she? So, so there's part of that, and then right, and then there's the other side, which is, you know, uh, pregnant women can be very beautiful. Uh, the way they are and their bellies and the body changes, it's just it can be uh, it can be a turn on in its own way. So I'll, I'll still be all I over Britney's Britney's Instagram. I agree. Yeah. Let her glow flow, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to have some good-looking children because her husband... Is a handsome dude, yes, for sure. Yeah, a very, yeah, good very, very good-looking yeah. guy. Oh, what's yeah. What's his deal? What's his name? What do you mean, he, what's his deal? What's his deal? Why don't you look it up? Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at it right now. Who is this Sam. guy? What's his Sam's deal? Guard. He's He's really handsome. I like, like how you're just like, who's this guy? Like, yeah, let me right. let me talk to this guy. Hold on a second. Wait, that's my... <laughs> she's my Britney Spears. Who is this guy? hollering at Britney. Come on. Who is this guy? That's my Britney He's a handsome Sorry, fellow, my sure. Britney. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Sam Asgari, I believe Asgari. is how you pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. You pronounce his name. He's yeah. like a model. He's a, He's got some acting parts and some shows and some movies. But yeah, he's, he's famous for being like Britney's husband. No, he's a model. Like he's, no, he, he's, I mean, you can yeah. tell he's a model just based on the way he looks. Yeah. You, I'm he trying to find him on her they, Instagram. How they met was he was a model, and I think he was in like a video of hers or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got this it's, picture right here of this, uh, this guy. She says, Matthew, my lawyer has been so kind to introduce me to some of the most magical places I've ever been to in my life. Trust me, I know the beauty, blah, blah, blah. So is this him? Is this the husband or is this the lawyer? Yeah, he was a model and a personal trainer originally, mm-hmm. uh, born in Iran. In Iran. Uh, his, his sister had, was the one who encouraged him to get into modeling. He had a very a burgeoning modeling career, like Ooh, legitimately. He like, on, you see him on like runways and stuff right? like in these pictures. Like, yeah, guy. like with legit model, like supermodels there uh, with him as well. Um, and then he also got into personal training, and that's how he met Brittany, apparently. Damn, he's hot. He's a good looking dude. Seriously, I mean, he got guns. I like the vascularity of his arms. 
Yeah. I like the uh, tight Who short sleeve. In someone's vascularity, like, come on, Cap. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I like the vascularity of his arms. What kind Correct. of term is that? But, no, let me tell you something, Linz. Ladies love guns, and I mean the gun show on the guys. Okay, and when your mm-hmm. arms are pumped up, no, not the case. I'm just saying I've never heard someone refer to it that way. I love the, the vascularity. vascularity. Well, I speak I speak a very yeah, high basically level what of language, you know? What you're, I, what you're saying English is you, you like you like the the uh the veins that I are like popping. The guns. Out. Yeah, he's got yeah. he's got veins in his arms. Yeah. I like what he's wearing. Oh, the veiny like stuff is true. I like the uh the white like linen shirt that he's rocking. He's a good looking guy. I admit it. Good looking. Mm, oh is. damn, here he is ripped. Oh, There's a nice. picture of him in a Rams uniform where I I was like, whoa, hey, because he was he was one of the models when they they, I guess they put out new uniforms or whatever, had a photo shoot, and so there's a picture of him with a Rams uniform on. It's like, oh, he looks like he'd fit right in with the football players. I'll tell you one thing, you you marry somebody as rich and as famous as Britney Spears, you got to be one very confident dude, because or or you just become the boy toy. Now I could be the boy toy very easily, no of problem. Course. No problem. Where do you want to go, babe? Wherever you well, listen, call the private jet. Have the captain ready. Make sure your personal assistant takes care of everything. I'll carry the bags on the plane. You know, I could be that boy toy. But see, but, he still has his own life because he's still he's still doing you know acting and modeling, and he's been with her through all of this drama with the con- conservative ship right. and yep. all that stuff. Like they've yep. been together for, for like four years, so it's not well, like he just showed up one day. I don't know, man. I like some of his pictures on Instagram. I like this hat he's wearing walking down the beach. I like that he's wearing his shirt like it's Jerry West in Winning Time. I like that. Listen, I acknowledge it. He's good looking. All right, good for them. Hope they have a nice long life together, and I hope they have happy, healthy babies. I agree. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, so let's get back to the Russ conversation we were having, okay? All right. So I, I told you last week. This is the type of deal I would look for, okay? And again, this isn't me reporting anything. This is me just, as you like, Cap, recklessly speculating. Love that. Love that. You love when I go out and decide to recklessly speculate. Because you know that when I'm also recklessly speculating, there could be a few morsels in there. Could be. Right, right. But I also love that that before you recklessly speculate, you, you preface it with, just so everybody knows, this is not a report. I don't want to see it show up on Twitter. George Sedano, ESPN, NBA reporter says blank, blank, blank. Correct. So I like the preface of the reckless speculation. That's probably my favorite part. Yeah, of course. Because, again, I don't need that, that stuff. Like, you don't need again, that kind of service. I, I, I don't. I don't need it. I'm not here. I'm not trying to be, you know, Woj or Shams or Ramona or I ain't trying to get on those streets. Okay. What I'm telling you is. I am recklessly speculating, but sometimes my reckless speculation is uh, somewhat informed, let's call it, right? Hence the morsels, right? Drop them. I'm picking them up. Let's hear them. Okay. So I told you last week, if I were the Lakers, and again, mm-hmm. I've been offering a lot of free advice to the Lakers. So if, you know, if you're looking for someone to help in the front office, I'm happy to you know, assist. If, if By necessary. the same token, though, take it for what it's worth. You know what I mean? I mean, it's free. It, it is free. Yeah. Uh, no charge on this one. So... I told you. You kind of get what you pay for, George, you know? You should look into the – Julius Randle cannot return to the, the Knicks. Cannot. Cannot. That is an untenable situation. I don't care what Leon Rose may have just said at the at the end of their season in their exit interviews or whatever, the president of basketball operations. He is saying that because he everyone knows 
yeah, that Julius Randle's Knicks thing, that's not going to work. <laughs> so he's got to say the things he said, which is, oh, we love Julius. It was a tough year, but he handled it so great, which, let's face it, we all know that none of that is true. Okay? So Julius Randle makes, I believe, about $26 million. Evan Fournier makes somewhere like close to $20 million, all right, in the same range. You can do Julius Randle, who has now, I believe, another four years left on his deal, and you can do Evan Fournier, who has two years left on his deal plus a team option so you don't need to pick that up but anyway you could do that but the key is this the Knicks Tom Thibodeau is not going to want to coach Russell Westbrook I am telling you that again recklessly speculating but that is an educated guess okay you follow me I am but I'll tell you this if what you're suggesting were ever to happen and Russell Westbrook goes to the Knicks I become an immediate Knicks follower. I observe every game, but I'm probably okay. just there okay. more for the post-game but, press but, conferences. But he, here's what I'm telling you. Tom Thibodeau yeah. will, and, and Leon Rose will not want Russell Westbrook on okay. the Knicks. However, mm-hmm. to get off of Julius Randle's contract, they may be enticed. But the only way that happens is what Ramona said Russ is not willing to do, which is be a buyout guy. Okay? Because he doesn't want to be bought out because there is a stigma with being bought out. As she mentioned, Kemba Walker, uh, Dwayne Wade at the end of his career, leaving Chicago, going to Cleveland, and then bouncing back to Miami, whatever. He doesn't want that. The problem with that, and I understand Russ's swagger and bravado, and that's what's gotten him here and this, that, and the other. The problem is Russell Westbrook is closer. I'm not saying he's there yet. is closer to that stage of his career of those other two guys than the prime of his career. He's, okay. he's at what stage? Say that one more time, though. I want to make sure I follow what you're getting at. He's, he is he's, closer to the buyout stage of his career okay, got it, than got he it. is the prime of his career. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll I, I think, personally, I believe that's inarguable. Okay? Yeah. I don't, why, why would anybody think that Russell Westbrook is in the prime of his career? He's on the backside of his career. This is, what, 14 years in the NBA? Correct. Yeah. So, again, I, I, if you're the Lakers and can convince Russ, hey, man, just get bought out, right? How much? The Lakers, the Lakers don't want to buy him out, right? How much? But the Knicks would do it because it's it's the, just the cost of doing business of getting off Julius Randle's new extension. My question is, how much do I get if I'm if I'm entitled to to make forty seven million dollars next year? No, all I'm, of it, all of then, it. Okay, that see now, now if you don't do something like that, if if somebody's willing to pay you to go away, and you don't take the money to just go away, then. Now we're talking about like a whole other level of ego that you got to deal with, which I don't think necessarily surprises anybody when we're talking about Russell Westbrook, but that's a that's next level ego stuff right there. Um, it, it is. It is ego. You're right. Uh, it, it is because you're trying to say to yourself, I'm not that kind of player. That's right. not who I am. Right. You don't believe the reality of the situation. Correct. And Julius Randle's contract extension, it's a four year extension that kicks in next season. At 23.7, as a matter of fact. So I was a, a little high on the number. So it, he, so here's the thing. If you're the Lakers and you can convince Russ, hey, Russ, we're going to trade you to the Knicks. You're going to get bought out. You're going to get all your money. The Knicks have said they'll pay you all your money because they want to get off of Julius's contract and Fournier's contract. Okay? And then you can pick and choose where you want to go. You, because again, Russ just said to the media today. Okay? And I quote... He said, when I first got here, I just felt that I was never given a fair chance to be who I needed to be to be able to help this team. So you know what, Russ? This buyout situation 
it allows you to pick and choose your next spot to allow yourself to be the player that you think you need to be to be able to help your new team. I actually think he was exactly the player he needs to be. He's a guy who puts up numbers, guy who plays in almost every game, and the teams that he plays on don't sniff championships. So he is. No, that's well. I don't know about that. That's that part is not true. Either. What do you mean? Like, Why is he? Has he won a championship? He has not won a championship, but he's been on teams that went really far. Like right, they'll make but it, I mean, you said not sniff a championship. Well, how long has it been since he left? What Oklahoma City? <sighs> um, long time. Well, he, no, in Houston, they went really deep in the playoffs. F- conference finals. I don't remember that. They were in the conference semis. That's not like it's. It's you know, I mean, they lost to the Lakers. You know. Well, look. All I'm saying is this. Guy's unbelievable athletically. Guy brings a ton of energy. Guy puts up statistics. He shows up. He plays. My goodness. I mean, where would the Lakers have been without him? I mean, there but, was no LeBron. But, there was but, no AD. But let me finish the thought before go we ahead. go because we got a go break. Go okay? And I said to you, this is the way to get the Lakers a new, another superstar. Yeah. So here, you, let's say you convince Russ to do this. Russ, you can then choose the team you want to go to. They're going to pay you all your money, and then you can pick your spot. You get to be a free agent a year early, okay? Mm-hmm. And then if that happens, you have Julius Randle and now Evan Fournier. So you've got some AD insurance. Not that Julius Randle is AD, but you get my point. At least it's a big body who is versatile and can play uh, at a high level. We've seen him play at a high level. He's a little turnover prone. But personally, I, he, I, I think Julius is getting a bad rap in New York because, let's face it, nobody works in New York for the most part because the Knicks are a mess. But here's what I would say. If Bradley Beal, indeed, in not this offseason but the following offseason, does want to opt out and does want to take a chance at going to another team, he's finally fed up in Washington, which, look, we've heard that for years and it hasn't happened. Then you can move Randall and Fournier a lot easier because they're making only twenty five million and twenty million dollars. Like those, you can. There is there are very few contracts in NBA history. Despite the fact that you hear, oh, that contract is untradeable. I remember hearing Chris Paul's contract was untradeable. Okay, at one point because it was forty something million dollars, and that got traded. And by the way, that actually worked out. Not that I think it'll work out for Russ the way it worked out for Chris Paul, but. I do think that this notion that any contract is untradeable is nonsense. Every contract seems to be tradable. So you can move Julius Randle and Evan Fournier later to create the space. Maybe you do a sign and trade with Washington in that situation. But my point is you can find a way to get you that third superstar that you want to eventually pair with AD, to pair with LeBron at the end of his career, and and not, not worry about 2023 because the free agents in 2023 aren't that good, as I mentioned. It's Bradley Beal, basically. Like, there's nobody else in that in that group that's actually going to leave their teams. Not James Harden, not Chris Middleton, not Kyrie Irving, not uh, Nikola Jokic. Those are the best guys available. Not Draymond Green. None of those guys are leaving their teams. So the only guy that could potentially do that is Bradley Beal. And if you need to do that, you can move the guys you trade Russ for. Like, that's not that hard. All right, we got a break. That's some serious analysis right there. It's very basketball-y of you. Okay. Well, you know, that some days this calls for it. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, let's get back to this whole situation, okay? Because we we just mentioned, you know, a lot about um, the coaching staff and the the players. But what about the front office? And what needs to happen there? What about LeBron? We haven't talked about LeBron yet. That's coming up in four minutes.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. No scrubs, Cap. Number one in 1999 today. I really was looking forward to the chorus, like, right away. Like, I heard the music playing, and then I was like, I really, I, I'm, let me get to the chorus here. No. I didn't think you could ruin the song because it's very like karaoke-ish. Yeah, but you can't. Oh, yeah. You just did. Yeah, but that's only because I didn't know the words. Best friends trying to How do you not know that song? No, I know the song. I just don't know the words by heart. It's one of those songs where I don't know any of the words other than Scrubs. Okay. I'm sure Lindsay and I needed to know that song very well. So you know, just saying. Oh yeah. Why is that? Because we don't want no scrubs, Cap. Yeah? Well, exactly. neither do the Lakers. I don't want no The Lakers are some no, scrubs around. Right <laughs> Dang, girl. I don't, <laughs> I don't want keep attacking right now. <laughs> hey, you, you, get, you, can't, you gotta admit that I'm right, right? I mean. Today, right now, on this day, they're kind of scrubs right now. Kind of plead the fit. You're right. In this day. You're right. Calling it the way you see it. I can appreciate that. I mean, you talk about a Bush League move to not have the courtesy, the professional courtesy to just let the guy know, hey, you got a ring. You're going to walk out with a ring. You're going to walk out with a bunch of money and you're going to go on and get another job somewhere. You're out. What's so hard about that? Bush League. What What do you think about about that? Now nah, we're talking about a bunch of different things at the same time. The girls are singing the song about Scrubs. I'm still talking about Frank Vogel getting fired. Oh, I'm like, like, what? Like, thing. what the yeah. hell were you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, I was completely thing. confused. <laughs> now you get uh, how we felt when you were gone. Well, you know, George, okay. I, I saw your tweet last week, and I got to say, I don't think I appreciated it very much. You said, wait a second, I leave the show for a day, and Kaplan is posting pictures of his feet on Twitter? I mean, George, where's the compassion, man? I mean, bro, you stepped on. I mean, it was a bee, you know, a bee sting. We've all had those before. Take some Benadryl and you know, move on. But but this was not just a bee sting. This was a wild animal. You understand what I'm saying to you? <laughs> what? A bee is a wild animal, and in this particular instance, this was a big bad bee that I stepped on, unknowing. And that thing got me, and he wanted me, and he was pissed at me, too. Like, hey, big guy, why are you stepping on me? I'm going to get you with this. Well, it's because you tried to kill him. Well, I didn't try to do it intentionally. Well, he's a bee. He doesn't know that. Right, so he stings me. And then then we got a call last week. I think it was Jason and Downey who said, dude, you did everything wrong. You don't pull the stinger out with... with, uh, like tweezers. tweezers, you don't ice right away. You got to put your leg above your heart so you can take down the swelling. It's true. If if what he yeah. said is right, I did everything wrong. And let me tell you guys something, George. You think there's a big joke now, don't you? I'm on medication as a result of this wild animal attack. Because you didn't handle it properly. 
Maybe, but I will tell you that on Friday night when I sent that picture out at 6.01 p.m. where you could clearly see that my left foot was twice the size of my right foot, by Saturday morning, things were so bad that I had to call my friend who's an emergency room doctor. I had to FaceTime him and show him how the bee sting and the poison was manifesting through the top of the toe, bubbling up. I mean, disgusting. If you guys want, I'll show you pictures. If you guys want videos. No, no, we're good. You sure? Yeah, I don't want to put him in the group chat without please don't. asking. Please don't. Some people actually want to see it. That's disgusting. Anyway, you know, everybody ridiculed me. In the meantime, I had to go on medication because I was attacked by a wild animal. Oh, my God. A wild insect, which is a bumblebee, you know, a bumblebee. Well, Not a wild blue. animal. That's a big, like, that's a far cry. You make it sound like you got attacked by, like, an alligator. You're like, a wild animal. It's a bumblebee, Cap. So dramatic, Cap. So It lives out in the wild, doesn't it? It lives outside. You know, it hurts people. <laughs> so does a bird, bro, like a little hummingbird. They're not wild animals. <laughs> well, they're not in, you know, they're not in a zoo, you know? I don't know. George, I feel like you were not compassionate to my pain. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I also didn't want to see your nasty-ass foot, so there's that. Well, uh, listen, I acknowledge that my feet are disgusting. I got it. I was going to, like, dinner, you know what I mean? And, like, all of a sudden, <laughs> your foot is on my timeline. Now, I've told you that, that I lost my big toenail, but it's grown back, but even it's disgusting. But I got to send out, I got to send a shout-out to Siobhan, who's one of the great 710 listeners, and she engages a lot on Twitter. She said, you know, for just once a month, go get a pedicure. That's all. Yeah. My do- you know what my doctor told me, George? He what? said you're about you're about a month away from being recovered, three to four weeks. Dude, I'm like for Anthony Davis. Thing? That's right. Oh, come on. That's I'm like Anthony Davis. Davis. I'm on the bench in street clothes because I got stung by a bee. It's a serious injury. <sighs> well, compassion would be nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, speaking of compassion, how much compassion do you have for? anyone in the Lakers front office right now uh, because we've talked a lot about changes in the coaching staff and look Ramona nailed it I and I agree with her they're not getting rid of Polinka they're not getting rid of, of, of Kurt Rambis's role within the organization but I do think that they could add more people into the equation more established people maybe not someone in above Rob but there are let me tell you something about this cap there are a lot of really good young and I'm not saying there aren't on the Lakers either okay there are some good young talented uh, personnel types on the Lakers. But if you want someone perhaps with a little more experience that could one day potentially be the guy who replaces Rob if 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 Rob so chooses to walk away or you know you do need to move on from him in some way shape or form, I do think that having that person on this staff, someone who perhaps has been on a championship front office before, and maybe whether it's it doesn't have to be a former player, but that'd be fine too. Someone who can work in unison with Palinka, but has not had the big job before, has been in the assistance role before in the front office, and then have them kind of be molded within the organization and someone you can trust. The good organizations, okay, Cap, in this sport have a line of succession, okay, in a lot of ways. When it comes to the front office, when it comes to their coaching staffs, etc., and not just in this sport, you know, you look at it probably in a lot of sports, but particularly in this sport, as we're focusing on basketball, the great organizations or the or the good ones, whatever you want to call it, have those. The Lakers 
have been basically, for the most part, selling the fact that they're the Lakers, right? And and while that has been a draw in the past, as time has gone by, if you really look at, I don't know, go back to, you know, a decade, there really is only one season you can point to, you know, where or longer than a decade now, where they've had legitimate success. And as great as it's a brand as it's been, and it is the crown jewel historically of the NBA, and it's fascinating to see it unfold the way it's unfolded, especially now as we're watching winning time, and many people are getting a dramatized version of what transpired. Did you see last night's episode? I did. It was great. We can get okay. to it later. Don't wait. Don't spoil it for me. I didn't watch it last night. I'll watch it tonight. I'm sorry. I had things going on last night. Rachel had me doing things. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So anyway, my point is that yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I admit it. My point is my point is this. Yes, you're the Lakers. But at some point, even the Lakers can continue to struggle. I mean, the Yankees under George Steinbrenner for many, 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 many years struggled. There was a 15 or 16 year drought for the Yankees winning a championship. The Lakers went through a 10-year drought, basically. It can happen more than you think if you don't right the ship internally. That is why I said this to you the minute we got on the air. This starts with the boss. It, it's I'm not here to say like anything nasty and negative about Jeannie. But what I am saying is, is that, you're the boss. Here's my question for you, and maybe you have some information. Maybe you can drop some morsels, and maybe you can explain this to everybody. Why is the, why is Rob Palenka's job seemingly so safe? He's just because, an employee. Because they trust him. That's it. It's, but they trust why? Him. They trust him. I mean, look, I can trust somebody and think that they're doing a good job. I can trust somebody and go, you know, maybe you're not doing such a great job. Or, or how about this? Maybe it's time for us to make a change because we need some new energy. We need some new ideas. Some new... Now, I'll but, tell you who's I, I, not okay, getting fired. But, but let, we can, I, I get what you're saying, Cap, but let's also deal in reality. He's not going anywhere, okay? Let's deal in reality, okay? I just, Since I he's not going anywhere. Why, he's not, why he doesn't have Okay, you don't pressure. get it, but yeah. I've already explained it to you. They trust him. They're a very yeah. small group. It's a, Clearly, I mean, the, this you understand, yes? I do, and not only is it a small group, it is a family-run business, and there's Correct. something to that yes. that is that is very different. Family-run pro sports franchises are different than those that are owned by guys. Stan Kroenke is a completely different kind of owner than Jeannie Buss. You understand why? I think everybody should understand that. I'm not asking you. I'm saying it rhetorically. You understand why? Because he's a multi-multi-multi-billionaire who's got lots of other interests in business. The Rams are not his thing. They're a thing. The Lakers are the thing to the Buss family. Correct. So because of that, there is a small circle of trust, kind of like our Twitter community, a small circle of trust. But growing. Okay? Well, it's not so small anymore that you let everyone yeah. in. I mean, it's growing significantly, it's, daily. It's almost 500 just people. So. Just saying. Yeah, But you can join our circle of trust uh, on Twitter. Go to the communities and uh, go join it there. Just uh, find Sedano and Cap. Uh, so anyway. But that's the thing. So he's not going anywhere. So let's deal in reality before we move on to Radio Tinder here in a second. And he's not. So that's why I'm suggesting bring someone into the inner circle, someone from the outside that may have different ideas, and let's 
Let people work together. Having more ideas or people with more ideas is never a bad thing to me. I want to collaborate. Like when I talk shop with people, okay, I'll give you a perfect example. You've talked about this recently. We've talked about it, right? Over the last couple years, I have done, I have started to position myself to calling games, right? I've done sidelines for many years. I am now trying to make the switch to calling games more regularly. Little by little, that's happening. You know what I've done over the last couple years as I've tried to call games? You know who I've talked to? Everyone that I know that's really good at calling games. In every sport, I've talked to them. And you know why? Because having those people as resources is a good thing. It's no different than any organization. The more people in there that know what they're talking about, that may have different opinions, the better it's going to be in the long term for your team. You think that Rob Palenka, Kurt Rambis, Linda Rambis, and Jeannie, you think all four of them just all have the same opinions? No, no, no. I'm not saying that they have the exact I'm not saying they have the exact same opinions. I'm saying more opinions is better. I'm not disagreeing. Sometimes too many chefs in the kitchen. In some cases, maybe not enough chefs in the kitchen. You got a full restaurant out there. We got two hundred tables that are filled. We need more people back here. Help us out. Correct. Maybe you need a little more chef in the kitchen. All right. Uh, can we do the uh, Radio Tinder open here real quick? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. And as Morales said, Radio Tinder is presented by our new sponsor, Tequila Mandala, Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small-batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Or visit tequila.com. Tequilamandala.com. So, George, I want you to know that on Friday night, I took my bottle of tequila mandala. Yeah. I went over to a friend's house who I know has a very extravagant collection of tequila. Mm. And I said, we're going to sip on this tonight. And we opened it up, and me and two other guys, we drank, not, not, I'm not going to say we drank the whole bottle. We didn't. But, man, everybody. I was going to say, damn, that's a no. lot, because that's a 100-ounce bottle. Dude. <laughs> that's, like e- a, that's like a one-liter bottle. Dude, everybody was raving about the tequila mandala. I am not joking, okay? I'm telling you straight up, everybody was like, oh, my God, this is delicious. And my one buddy was like, you know, I've seen this before, and I really wanted to buy it. I hadn't bought it before. I'm so glad you brought it. Hey, tequila mandala, shout out. Amazing. Did you leave it's it fantastic. there? It's fantastic. I told you. Did you I leave lied. the bottle there? Yeah. I did leave the bottle there. Also, Good. now they yeah. have the really nice bottle. Yep. Yeah. Because I thought it was so artistic. I was like, I want you to add it to your collection because I don't have a collection. Yeah, you we know? were saying last week, George, when you weren't here, that like if 
Cap is going to bring tequila, especially like a nice, amazing tequila, like tequila mandala, that he should bring it as like a gift. Like, here, I'm going to leave this with you. Like, you don't take it home with you, even right. though he really wanted to. I did, so we but it would like, be tacky. Oh, share the wealth. Yeah, right. share the wealth and be like, I'll leave this with you as long as you make sure you, you share it with others. Get the word out, you know? Really good. Amazing, as a matter of fact. Good. Glad you did that, Cap. All right, so MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred decided that he was going to gift all the Major League Baseball players Bose headphones on opening day as a peace offering after that bitter 99-day lockout that delayed the season. The headphones, along with a letter signed by Manfred, were all left at the locker of each player when teams began their seasons on Thursday and Friday. The letter said, quote, please accept this gift as a small gesture of my appreciation for the hard work that comes with being a major leaguer and your respect for our incredible fans. Said some other things, blah, 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 wishing you the best of luck for a successful season. So a lot of people on social media had things to say about this. But I want to know what you guys think. Is Manfred's gesture an empty one? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? I'm going to swipe right. I'm going to say it was an empty one. Like, the gift is nice, okay? These are major leaguers. They can all afford Bose headphones. But it's a nice gift. It wasn't the gift itself. It was the letter. It looked like it was written by a robot. There was no sincerity to the letter, at least the way I read it anyway. So for me, I wasn't buying it as a peace offering in any way because I thought the letter sucked so bad. I'm with you. I thought the letter was pretty, like, yeah, like just plain Jane kind of boring. So I, I didn't I didn't get it either. I mean, sure, the headphones is fine, but, you know. I, it was a nice little gesture, but, again, the personal touch would have been better personally. Like, And I think that he kind of – again, he, he is a um, an attorney by trade. And, and I guess, look, a lot of these guys, commissioners, have been attorneys by trade. Adam Silver is one, too. But for whatever reason, you know, Adam Silver has done a better job of connecting with his players on a more human level than, than Rob Manfred has, for sure. So I, I think that that, that would have been – I'm with you, Cap. I just think it would have been a better – there was a better way to do that and execute that letter. Do you think that the head? Do you think he paid for them? Do you think like Major League Baseball paid for the headphones, or do you think they, uh, they probably had a deal with Bose? But I mean, right. that's yeah, not right. Uh, it's not like the commissioner said, "Hey, look, we got five hundred players. It's uh, two hundred and fifty dollars per." I'm trying to do the math real quick. I can't do it. It's no, going to cost I, me a hundred thousand dollars because I feel like that's a lot of money if you're if he's spending it like you know. But it, you know, he probably got like a deal with Bose and they were free, and it was just like it was an it's empty because like you said. But no thought into the letters that he sent. Yeah. He didn't. I mean, it's basically he spent. If they even if they spent on it, it was like less than two hundred grand. You know, well, for the, yeah. all the players on the team. And the thing is, is that Bose got so much out of it that Bose like, yeah, sure, we'll give every major league player because we want those major league players on social media wearing their Bose headphones. Believe me, those were free. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's some headphones, yeah. but in the meantime, m- minor league players are still not making a living wage. Have a great yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. All right, Lynch, we got time for one more. Okay. So uh, Chris Rock, well, actually, we're going to skip that one. We'll go right to Draymond. So Draymond is not shy about voicing his opinion on anything, so you know he had something to say about the drama going on in L.A. Of course, he went off about the fact that the team had championship aspirations but didn't even come close, failing to make the playoffs. But he wants to hold some people accountable for saying the Lakers actually had a shot at those championship aspirations. Here is what he said on his podcast today. And there were people that said the Los Angeles Lakers was going to win a championship. If this is what you do, 
You say you're great and you're an expert analyst, and you picked the Los Angeles Lakers to win a championship, you kind of got to be fired. And, and somebody got to start holding people accountable. Because you, like, you're so far off from being right. Like, you're so far off in any other job. If you're that far off, could you imagine being an analyst on Wall Street or something and you're that far off? Like, you lose your job. Like, somebody got to start holding people accountable for these hot takes. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so annoying. So no, I love him. him. I, I love him, but he's crazy on this one. All right, so I'm swiping left on this. Um, so should we hold Draymond accountable for punching or kicking LeBron or whatever he did in the junk? Uh, you know, when he kicked him in the ding-ding? Like, at, you know, basically losing a series for the Golden State Warriors? Like, it, it, should he be held accountable for that? Should he have lost his job with the Golden State Warriors? That's way more egregious than making a prediction. Which, by the way... Um, was changed a lot due to injury. I mean, not that I think this team would have won a championship based off what I've seen anyway, but it would not have been, to Cap's point, this unmitigated disaster that we saw had they at least been healthy. Um, So there's that. And by the way, Draymond Green, not that long ago, I want to say a month ago, had this quote, whether we're the number two or number three seed, we're going to win a championship. So let's hold – listen, I love Draymond. I think he's great for the game. I think he's awesome. I love the fact that he's bridging the gap between media and current players by doing the job at the same time. But by his standards, if the Warriors don't win the championship, he said this a month ago, then maybe he shouldn't be in the media either then moving forward. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, maybe LeBron James should be fired because I think he pretty much told everybody that the Lakers were going to win a championship, right? So wait, so only, only media people who make predictions should be fired. just want to make sure I get this right. So... You know, I always hate it when people call for other people's firings, but when you're on the radio and you're calling for a coach who's making $10 million a year to be fired, he's going to be okay. He, he's not going to have to go wait tables next to, to you know feed his family. Draymond Green, to say that media people should be fired for having guts to make a prediction. George, you're one of these people, by the way. You should be fired, according I to did, but Draymond. I, now, do I count because eight games into the season I said I no, made a huge mistake? No, you count. You count because it was okay. documented before the season – by ESPN, that you, as one of their experts, said that the Lakers were going to win the championship. By yeah, Draymond's, because you're in the league, that's why. Right. By Draymond's standards, George, you should be fired. How okay, dare well, you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold Draymond to the same standards when the Warriors don't win the championship this year. You know what? I like him, too. I think he's funny. I like that he's got guts to say stuff. Uh, but in this particular instance, it really annoys me that somebody who's made millions and millions and millions of dollars is calling for the firing of people for having an opinion. And, and it's also not make a the lot of money of the stock market either. Like, well, not, what you think? You think people don't make mistakes in the stock market? They do tons, but right. it's also not even close to being the same thing. Right. <laughs> God. So when I see him the next time, whenever that is, I'm going to tell him that. How about that? Tell him that he's got the opinion of a child and watch him go crazy, no, lose I'm not his mind. Say that. Why would I say that? Because that's what it is. It's like it's, honestly, it sounds like my 21 year old know it all son. Honestly. Well, he's a lot closer to your 21 know-it-all son than to you and me. Yeah. How old is he? He's uh, in his early 30s, I believe. I think he's like 31, 32. Yeah. Uh, Maybe a little older than that now, but yeah. But like, yeah, in that same range. Like, he's closer to to Justin Kaplan than he is to Scott Kaplan, that's for sure. Gotten old quickly, George. Yeah. Even Even though I say really cool words like lit and fire and all those kinds of things. Doesn't work. Doesn't matter. 32, by the way. 32. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, Lens. Um, all right, that is Radio Tinder presented by our new sponsor, our friends at Tequila Mandala. Okay, always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. 
Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold or visit tequilamandala.com. Demand the extraordinary with tequila. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. That's day. Is one of those songs where I do the backup and I just snap my fingers and I just look good. Come on, what a great song. If you think about it, I only think of you on two occasions. That's day and night. That's a love song right there. That's what you should tell Rachel, Cap. You know, that's a really good idea, and I'll bet you she'll have no idea that I'm stealing this from Babyface. So I'm going to no write this down. No chance she does, yes. I'm going to write sure. this down. Yeah. I only think of you on two occasions, day and night. I only think of you. You really are writing it down. On two, T-W-O, I write out the word, two mm-hmm. occasions. When it backfires, I want to know. Well, you know what's going to backfire is when I call her and I'm sitting here trying to read my notes and I'm like, hey, I wanted to tell you something. I, I only thank if. Because <laughs> you can't read your writing. Right. You one, two, Akasa. Day. Oh, you're not that bad. Calm oh, down. dude, you got to see Maybe my handwriting. Just text it to her. Cat. Yeah. You know, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. If I hit you guys up after the show and say, hey, can you guys remind me about that whole thing with Babyface? I may need somebody to help me out. Yeah, it's pretty easy, Cap. I only think of you on two occasions. It's day and night. That's it. It's pretty simple. It's very nice. It's a very lovely sentiment, I, I must say. Yeah, that's why Babyface was the man who, you know, he makes the best baby-making music in, uh, in the history of R&B. There's a I, lot really? of babies made to his music. Really? Oh, yeah. I would agree. I, I, I mean, that's my personal opinion. I mean, I don't have factual data, empirical data to back that up. Uh, but, you know, I feel like it's, uh, it's, it's, it's still reckless speculation. Uh-huh. So but don't report that I said Babyface has made the, most, the best baby-making music uh, by numbers because I don't know that to be the case, but I'm assuming that's the case. Really? All right. Well, that's, that's, you know, listen, that's a leap of faith that Babyface is known internationally as the music of baby-making. There's probably a difference. There's probably a nuance between baby making versus like a Barry White. You know what I mean? Right. Who's just yeah. that's just about getting down. Yeah. You know, different. Speaking of getting down. Yeah. Oh boy, the Dodgers this weekend. That was not. I know a it's only weekend. three games. I, I know, know it's only three games. But that that game yesterday. Uh, I mean, they looked like they had bathed in Coors at Coors Field the way that game started. Errors by Chris Taylor in the outfield. Uh, Urias didn't have the velocity that you would love. I mean, there was a lot of things that went wrong there. Granted, it's coarse. Wacky things happen there. I get it. But uh, it was not ideal the way it all went down. So, look, it's the first three games, and it's not like in basketball. You know, it's early. We know it's early. We, it's, it's very it's, early. It's three of 162. We That's all right. get it. But seriously, with the Dodger lineup, and, and with all of these all-star players and future Hall of Famer-type caliber resumes, you just expect the offense to, you know, to put up some runs, to get timely hitting, to manufacture ways to move guys around the bases. Mm-hmm. And again, it's three games. 
don't know about the rest of you guys. There's not one thing that freaks me out. Even Urias and, and only getting through two innings doesn't bother me in the slightest bit. This is tune-up time. It's, it's, yeah. it's extended spring training based on the, the amount of time sure. it was. No, no, I, I get it. I, I, I'm not – no one's freaking out about it. But it was just like, ugh. Like oh, yesterday sh- for it, sure it was like – brutal yeah, yeah it's, it a, it's a surprise I mean, they like, lost a tough they lost a tough one on saturday night but the the yesterday one was just like what a disaster well you figure you know look here's what's going to happen they're going to go there if they really play great wonderful they sweep okay because colorado's not supposed to be very good at worst they'll take two out of three right you know, that's what i thought yeah. right so so to lose the series against a team that is not considered to be competitive that that's the the dis, disappointment if you will um, with this yeah. first three game well, series, and, and again, all eyes are going to be on Cody Bellinger again, as he has you know a, a two for eleven series in Colorado. You know, well, um, he was zero for four, I want to say, on opening day, and I said the exact same thing to Clinton Yates on Friday. I was like, dude, all eyes will be on Bellinger, who started the season zero for four. Um, but you know, listen, George, you said two for eleven. You, you yeah, he was look, over his first eight, by the way. You, you can look up and down the lineup, though. I mean, nobody's numbers were opening weekend impressive per se, right? So I know for me, I'm not going to get crazy. It's three games in, no, of course. You yeah. know, but I was, I must admit though, yeah. like for all the hype, you know, it's kind of like it. It reminds me of where we were with the Lakers at the beginning. Look at what the Lakers have. Look at all these future Hall of Famers. Look at all these superstars. They're going to win the NBA Be championship. Careful. Draymond might come after you. Well, I mean, oh, listen, yeah. I'm not predicting it. I'm just saying what was being said at the time. Well, I was all right, you know guys- what? I'll do it, Draymond. The Dodgers are going to win the NL West. How about that? That's it? I'm not, not the World I'm not Series? I'm going to go, uh, well, baseball's crazy. Like, are you crazy? Like, think about it. Like, no, there's actually not been a sport that has had more different champions of the four major sports than Major League Baseball. So I'm not going to say they're going to win the World Series. I mean, if, they should. If they don't, it's a disappointment. But I'll say this. They'll win the NL West. And when I'm right, what are you going to give me, Draymond? Well, Dave Roberts has said publicly that the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. So by Draymond's, right, so by, yeah. but it, by Draymond's logic, yeah. if the Dodgers don't win the World Series, Dave Roberts, Dave is who, gone. He's out. who said this he on a radio show, it. he, he guaranteed be, it. Yeah. He said if we're healthy, I guarantee we'll win. Um, yeah, he said, he said it on a radio show. And he also said it perhaps while the tequila mandala bottle was behind him in his office. I really did. When I first heard you started talking about tequila mandala, you were like, it's the greatest tequila I've ever I told I've you months had. ago. Yeah. And I was like, all right, you know, George is being a little over the top. You know, he's kind of really selling it. Dude, I had this tequila mandala this weekend. And I was like, oh, my God. And you gave away a limited edition bottle to your best friend or whatever. So my, not knowing that that was a limited edition bottle. But you know what? I feel uh, good uh, about it. Los yeah. I feel good about it anyway because, again, I went over to a friend's house on Friday night. And that's because Rachel was in L.A. and her son's volleyball tournament, so it freed me up to actually go be with oh, my friends. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. was nice. Rachel yeah. wasn't around. And I, By the I, way, I, I, you, you was a thing. What was it that Chris was saying that, uh, that you – or what was it you said that you couldn't do because of Rachel earlier today? He did say something like – Oh, we were uh, oh. talking about watching Winning Time. He said that you said you – Oh, you couldn't watch Winning it, Time because yeah. of right. Rachel. And you then were Chris organizing said, the washcloths. Yeah, organizing yeah. the washcloths. And so I told funny. Chris that's not accurate. I was not organizing the washcloths last night. I was organizing her son's birthday party. Oh. Which I thought Chris Burn. would understand. 
well, this wasn't real, George. This was just me taking my shot at Chris because, you know, Chris organized Keyshawn Johnson's kid's birthday party. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. taking a shot back at Chris. By the way, we'll be on with Key tomorrow. Key's, I should have mentioned this a lot earlier. I completely forgot. Key's going to be in studio with us tomorrow, which will be fun. I love that. I love that. So tomorrow, really, the whole mishbucha is getting ready to get in studio. Now, Linz. Oh, wait. Not me. I'm over I mean, there. Yeah, oh, Lindsay's wow. not going to be able to make it. But um, Lindsay's got uh, some personal stuff to do, but she'll be on the show. But, yeah. Um, oh, no, you're out. Are you out tomorrow? Yeah, I'm out tomorrow and Friday. And then I'm going on vacation next week. So. Really? Right. You're I know you're going on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to Disney World, I mean, Cap. Where have you been? Cap, she's no, allowed I know. to go on vacation. I know. I just, no, know. I know she's allowed. I just, you know, it's always like one of those things where it's like, but I'll miss you. I'll miss you too, Cap. I'll send you plenty of pictures with uh, Mickey Mouse. Thank you. Needy. There you go. The boss. Tell the boss we're doing good. Yeah. Tell yeah, him we're kicking ass. You know that you're allowed, to, you're allowed to hug again. No, don't do like, that. Oh, they, don't. Yeah, I don't want to swear in front of Mickey. Yeah, you're allowed swearing. to hug them again. They're, they're back doing character greetings mm-hmm. where they're allowed to meet people. They like, were. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Hug it out. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, anywho, uh, that's the story there. So, you uh, so you didn't watch Winning Time because of Rachel. but uh, I'm not really. I shouldn't blame Rachel. What happened was, is I went to a little street fair yesterday afternoon. Yeah. And we, we decided to go grab a little bite to eat, you know? Right. And yeah. so we sit down at this restaurant. We order a beer. How about you finish this story at the other side? Because Laura's yeah. got a wrap. Let's do that. Thing. We're back in two minutes and ten seconds with Cap Story, What You Need to Know, and Dave McMiniman next.